Hi, I'm Greg Ulan with Reynolds & Reynolds, and this is Connected. Today, I'm talking with Mark Ewens, one of our consultants at Reynolds, about the accessories business and how dealerships have been capitalizing recently. Let's get connected. Hi, Mark. Thanks for hopping on the podcast. How are you today? Hey, doing great, Greg. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Um, so, Mark, you, you're you out there kind of talking to dealers every day as, as a consultant. Um, could you start maybe just giving a little bit of your background and, and what you've done uh, leading up to this point in your career? Sure. So I started off my career in automotive at CarMax, worked with them for seven years on the fixed operation side of things, getting all the vehicles ready for the front lot production lead in charge of the mechanics, inventory guys, parts, and uh, just kind of that whole back end there. And then after that, I moved on to Reynolds & Reynolds, became a add-on auto business consultant, been doing that for the past seven years or so, working with dealerships across the U.S., making sure that they're using their software properly and maximizing the profitability with accessories. Yep, no, that's great. So add-on auto is our um, kind of accessories platform that we we have. Um, and accessories has been uh, something that's that's been really interesting to watch over the last couple of years. Obviously, you know, the last two years have been pretty, pretty unique to say the least, but um, accessories is a, is an industry as a whole that, that has continued to grow in volume and, and dollars, which has been interesting to watch, you know, as, as a standout um, kind of against the backdrop that, that's going on in the world. Um, so with, with that in mind, you know, thinking about dealer uh, involvement in the accessory world too, I think it's, it's really interesting when you look there too, market share for dealers has grown a lot in the last handful of years from, from 4% all the way up to uh, now 14%. Um, so they're, they're really outpacing the overall market. Um, what, why do you see that uh, continuing to happen, I guess, especially in the last couple of years? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I've seen it myself working with dealerships over these past seven years. When I started, it was around 6%. And as you just said, we're now up to 14%. A lot of it, you know, our software does a great job of selling accessories to customers, but also customers themselves want to customize their vehicle. They want certain features that inventory might not have these days, you know, especially with production shortages. It's hard to get that specific vehicle you want. Maybe the customer wants black leather interior instead of the gray leather interior. Hey, we've got accessory options that will fill that void that the vehicle doesn't have. Yeah, and the leather leather seats is a good example because I mean when we talk about accessories, we're not just talking about hood scoops and spoilers, right? I mean it's luggage racks, it's um, you know the the toolboxes that slide out of the back of a truck, it's um, you know yeah wheels and tires and that kind of stuff, but but also a lot of other things that are available for most vehicles. Exactly, especially with the new Jeep uh, Gladiator and Ford Bronco, those are some vehicles that a lot of customers are accessorizing. I live in. Los Angeles, California. So me personally, I see a lot of those vehicles, lots of different accessories on them, and it really just personalizes it to the person's liking. Yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine bought a, a Gladiator, I don't know, it's probably been almost a year ago now, but I swear he's put more into that truck, lifting it up and, and putting things on it than he did on, on the vehicle itself. He, and he's got to show it off every time I see him, right? He's got a new cap on it or a really cool slide-out toolbox or just every every time I see it, he's got something new on that thing. Exactly. You got to keep up with the Joneses, right? You, know, you yeah. see your, your neighbor buys that new vehicle. They've got some cool wheels on it. Hey, I'm in the market for a new vehicle. I want to add some cool wheels to it. 
I'll one-up them. I'll throw on maybe some black bow ties, some black emblems. But then, hey, you know, we're getting the third row vehicle. We don't have enough space. Let's look at some other accessories. We got the roof racks we can add. We got the trailer cargoing systems. There's a lot of accessories out there that customers aren't aware of, and dealerships have the opportunity to sell these accessories to the customer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, what do you think when we're talking about customers, what do you think, um, you know, plays into some of that when it comes to even like who's buying cars and, you know, you hear a lot about, um, the the population of, of car buyers changing a little bit and expectations changing. So when you think about that and you think about, you know, kind of even demographics and things, is that playing into this accessories market too? Yeah, especially um, I know a lot of people hear about millennials a lot, but you might be surprised that millennials are turning 41 this year, the higher edge of that. I mean, that's kind of prime buyer that you want to sell a vehicle for along with accessories. You know, I grew up in that era. Um, me, I enjoyed those, you know, automotive customization shows. I enjoy the movies and such. And for me, I personalized my vehicle. I spent a lot of money on it. And this is something that the dealer didn't offer, but if they did, I would have purchased it through them. Um, but no, when you're, when you're thinking about that stuff too, I I think it's interesting. Um, I like to look at, uh, some of those age groups. Millennials is such a good one because, you know, I think we, we all still have that conception in our mind that, well, that's the young, young group, right? You said, yeah, 41 this year, somebody was born in 1980. Um, I like to look at, at maybe a little bit different where it's like digital natives versus analog natives. And we say that it's, it's the people that have grown up in a digital world from like basically their entire life. Right. Um, you think about uh, basically having this life effectively online or, or digital when you think about Facebook and LinkedIn and those types of places. And when you can separate it like that, um, you know, there's there's a lot of different expectations that, that people have when they've grown up in that digital native world. Yeah. I mean, you've got people using their Facebooks, LinkedIn, customizing it to their liking. You know, they're customizing the background, their headlines, their pictures everything just to express themselves as a person makes sense to do that with a vehicle as well. Right. I want to customize, you know, my wheels, my tires, the appearance of it, window tints, anything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, you mentioned too, just functionality, it it bleeds over and everything. It really does. Um, all right. So accessories, you know, it's obviously not a, a new thing for dealerships. Um, but it just, it seems like it, it is, it's picking up a lot, right? You mentioned, you know, 6% of the, uh, of the market was held by dealers when you started and, and now we're up at the kind of 14, 15 range. So it's definitely getting more attention. Dealers are, are doing more accessories business, but I wouldn't say, and maybe you disagree, but I, I don't think it's necessarily caught on, um, to the extent of some other profit centers in the dealership. Take F&I as an example, right? Every dealership puts every customer through F&I. Um, I wouldn't say that that really happens with accessories. So why do you think the accessories opportunity that's here hasn't, I guess, caught on as much as some other areas? Right. So I know finance was a little bit of a challenge when it first was introduced into the dealership world. And we're running into the same thing with accessories. Um, One big hurdle that I experience is, uh, you know, we kind of have to get the parts and service department involved, figure out the markups, figure out the labor times. And everyone has to work in conjunction in order for this to succeed. You know, the finance department, it was kind of just strictly on them, but this, it's an all all dealership uh, wide um, 
solution that you, you need everyone functioning on the same page to work. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about that and, um, you know, just having to get everybody on the same page, it does, it creates a lot of different hurdles and, and you see it time and time again. I think every dealership has probably tried to sell accessories at some point, some maybe a little more aggressively than others, right? There's a difference between um, having an accessories station set up with, with stuffing out on the wall and having a catalog or having, you know, a presentation tool like, like add on auto. So there, there's different variations, but um, you know, it, it seems to me at least maybe you have a different perspective, but you know, it is, it is at least picking up and there's, there's a pretty good opportunity in front of us um, in, in the industry to keep that growing. Yeah, it's definitely picking up again. I've seen it improve over the years. Um, as long as dealerships are involved and in, engaged in it and, you know, willing to use the solution, they will succeed. I mean, biggest thing, just presenting accessories to every customer. Again, customers go into the dealership. They know what vehicle they want. They don't know anything about accessories, right? So present yeah. accessories to the customer and sure enough, they'll purchase some. I mean, that's how I've had my most success training salespeople. You know, I always love going back into a dealership on a follow-up visit. And then one of the sales guys pulls me aside and says, hey, Mark, dude, I just sold $3,000 on this Tahoe. Never would have expected that. You know, and they get a nice little bonus because of some accessories they sold. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a good story. Good story. All right, Mark. Well, I want to be uh, obviously respectful of your time. I appreciate you hopping on and, and kind of talking through some of this stuff. Um, while we're here, anything else you want to touch on? Anything that we uh, we didn't hit on that we should, you think? Uh, I think we touched on pretty much everything, Greg. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks again, Mark. It was uh, definitely great to talk and uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll chat again soon. All right. Excellent. Talk to you soon, Greg. All right. See you. Bye. Before we hop off, don't forget, you can watch or listen to episodes of Connected on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And make sure to subscribe so you're notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in two weeks. Mm -hmm.